Hello and welcome to episode week five of uh, this year's train you're in. Uh, joining me tonight, Dylan's back from his, his travels in Dubai. So we have Dylan back uh, and we also have Davis Stock and Ryan from the from Cambridge Committee and also from the Cambridge Under 16 girls team. Hey David, welcome to the club. Thanks very much, Keith. Thanks for having um, me. So we get the ball rolling. I think uh, Dylan's going to do the. No, you go first. I'll Keith. go first. You always get the the the, the kids. The, sorry, yeah. The kids uh, results. Though. We're going to roll off some of the the kids results from last week. Uh, we had a lot of the smallest small sided games back as well. So um, on Saturday, under ten B drew three all against a good Selbridge side. Some nice football played and an entertaining game. Their keeper had a smashing game overall. Well done, boys. Uh, under twelve A in the uh, in the cup against Ardmore Major and they were beaten 4-1. There were some, some individual errors cost them to the, uh, on Saturday. They went two down early on in the game, but got a goal back before half-time to change the momentum. Uh, they had a great chance in the second half to go 2 all, but uh, one of the lads put the ball just wide. Uh, conceded another bad goal to make it 3-1, and after that it was all them. They got a late goal to make it 4. Uh, goal scorer was young Scott Andrews. Um, under 10E, uh, lost 6-3 to Tallatown. It was a good game from this new team. Um, good game at halftime, but individual errors and a couple of OGs gave the upper hand to Talla in the end. Well well done, boys. That's a team that's only started this year and they're, they're actually doing really well. Um, well done to Neil and, and the lads helping them. Um, under 16 girls uh, versus Kilnamana. Kil Kil uh, they won 3-1. It was a great battle out in Kilnamana. The pitch wasn't great, but the girls kept to the game plan. The Kilnamana players got frustrated and started antagonising our girls. Uh, the Cambridge girls did fantastic to not react and kept working, playing football, let their football do the talking, uh, and they put the game to bed. The win was all the sweeter, knowing that the girls kept their heads, and uh, this is coming from Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay and Stockton uh, were extremely proud of each and every one of the girls. Goals from Abigail Ryan, Brooke Leach, and Alex Martin. Well done, girls. Another great result. Um, one second... Um, under 16 major result uh, Cambridge were at home uh, and they beat Shells 4-0 a fa fantastic dis display by the boys um, they showed great dis discipline and played some excellent football Shells are a very good team and will beat a lot of the teams in the league but the lads were ruthless in front of goal in the second half uh, it keeps the lads still in the hunt for the league goals by Matthew Walsh and Glenn Roach got a hat-trick well done lads brilliant result uh, under 16 D um, Beat uh, Port Marnock 3-0 in what was a very entertaining game. Um, then we have the uh, Cambridge under 11s 5, Lakelands 1. Great performance from the boys this morning on the Astro. Uh, it was an even enough game, one all for most of it, before the lads pulled away near the end. Goals from Fletcher Roach, Carson McDougall, Finn Dunn, Taylor Doyle and Toy Quarters. Another fantastic result for Jamie and the lads. Um, our own team, under 15s, had a big game against St. Kevin's in the National Trophy. Um, it, was, it was a tough one uh, to take. We were beating 1-0. Um, three good chances early on in the game. A couple of free headers and a one-on-one -on -one with the keeper and just weren't put to bed. Kevin's grew more into the game. They, they started to get stronger. They, they got belief in themselves. and uh, they, Scrappy enough goal they got, but our lads lifted themselves again and w went on and had chances near the end to get a draw. But disappointing. But very, very proud of the lads, how they handled it. And uh, it, it was a good learning curve against a team that beat three or four leagues higher. Um, 
Under 12s Division 5, Fair House Carmel 3, Cambridge 2. Great game of ball. Uh, both teams played fantastic football. It was neck and neck. Uh, they didn't move the ball around as well as they wanted to. Fairhouse played some lovely football, but our lads dug deep and put it up to them. They scored in the last five minutes to win a 3-2. Goals by Mason De- two by Mason Devlin. Cambridge under 13 girls, uh, five, um, St. Anthony's won. Uh, this was the girls' first game in Division 1, and it was a fantastic start and a great display from the from the girls today. today. So well done again, girls. Um, under 18, uh, Cambridge under 18s, two, Esker two. Uh, not a great day for the lads. They controlled most of the game but couldn't finish. Uh, missed about 10 chances to score. The lads are still deflated from uh, what was the top of the table and a, probably a, a league, league decider last week. A very tough game for them. So for, to lift themselves up was tough. But to get a, the draw was fantastic. Goals by Gary Cleary and Jamie Radford. Um, I think that wraps it up for the results from last week. So I'll hand it over to Dylan. For the seniors. Okay, so the seniors, uh, there wasn't much activity with the two first teams. I, I, I just, uh, we were meant to have a uh, Pierce in from Bridge. From Bridge so yeah. I know Bridge have results. Does anyone that wants to uh, ever get us in the Bridge results? Please do if you happen to hear us, and you can email us in at Rick Radio or ECC Radio twenty twenty at gmail So, but we'll make. I suppose we we'll make contact with Pierce Murphy next week. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully be on next week. Um, uh, there wasn't too much activity with the two first teams from CY or Liffey. They both had no game and the second teams were playing each other. The Saturday sides were playing each other and Liffey's won that game. Two goals to nil. Uh, goals from Gary Young and Paul Mooney with the goals. Um, so I didn't, I was obviously away. I didn't see any game there myself. I watched the second half. It was yeah, CY were poor enough, but uh, Liffey, Liffey's done enough to win the game, definitely. Okay. That was, it was a fair result. Um See the fixtures this weekend. Uh, St. Francis are home to CY Major League, uh, John Hoyland Park at 8 p.m. I don't know what day that is. I presume it's Friday. 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 It is Friday. It Friday. says Friday yeah. the 10th. Look at the big writing that yeah. says Friday the 10th. And CY Saturday are playing uh, also on Friday. So it's CY Friday. No, sorry, I'm <laughs> just. Uh, the second team are playing uh, Tolka Rovers. They're away to Tolka Rovers. And that's at 7.45pm. So that's obviously on the Friday as well. So the two CY games are on Friday this week. And the Liffey's fixtures this week are Liffey's are home on Friday. The Sunday side are playing on Friday night in Ringsend, I presume, at 7.45. And Liffey's Saturday side have no game. So uh, that's Liffey's are playing Moctis, is it? Moctis on yeah, Friday night Friday, in, yeah. in Ringsend. Perfect. Um, I'll throw in the, the kids' fixtures for this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So on Saturday, uh, Saturday under 10B, it's Cambridge at home to Belvedere um, on the small Astro. Provisional kickoff is 10 o'clock. Uh, under 10E, Tallatown versus Cambridge in Carolyn Park. Uh, 10.30 provision. All these kickoff times are subject to change. Uh, under 12A, um, Belvedere host uh, our lads from Cambridge over in Fairview Park and provisional time is 10.15 then we have on Sunday we have under 9 Purple Cambridge host Larkview on the small Astro uh, at 10.30 then we have under 11 Division 7 Knockline United uh, against Cambridge in Ballycullen Park at 10.15 under 12 Division 5 Cup Cambridge versus uh, Clare Hall Celtic and that's on the Flower Garden under 12, Division 6, Cup, K- 
Cambridge versus uh, Joey's on the Flower Garden at 11 o'clock. Under 14, Division 5, Esker Celtic against Cambridge, and that's in Hermitage Park at 11. Uh, under 16, Major, uh, Cambridge versus Cherry Orchard. Uh, I think that's on the Big Astro at 10 a.m., uh, time to be confirmed. And then we have the girls, then we have, um, actually, yeah, sorry, we have the girls then. Under 9, Blue, we have St. Mary's versus Cambridge in Maureen Park at 10.30. And under 10, Division 3, Sporting Greystones versus Cambridge in Dr. Ryan Park. And under 16, MGL, uh, Cambridge versus Stamullen. And that's on the grass pitch in Rings End Park at 10 a.m. So that's the fixtures for the coming week. Very good. Um, we'll, we'll have a break now and that'll call that part one. And we'll be back with David Ryan just after the break. Come and join us at our Retro Cafe. Open weekdays from 10 until 2 here in the community centre. Come and check out our Karen's culinary delights. Welcome back. Um, I'm just stepping in as your co-pilot, Keith. Uh, yeah, perfect. I can do it with the hand. Welcome, Dave. Cheers, man. Thank you. So we're going to focus a little bit on uh, your team. You're getting the show tonight and ladies football in Cambridge generally. Very good. Um, yeah, well, just not even my team, just a quick uh, a quick kind of update on where Cambridge girls are at at the moment, which is a we're in a very strong position uh, this year. Your team are the oldest, are they? We are, we are. Yeah. Under 16, that's the oldest in the club other than Laura's team. I think Laura's yeah. is just the oldest. And, then and how, long, how, long, how long have you got there? Under eights. So we've we've had them a long time, yeah. Um, but um, there's some other teams there um, that are doing very well. As you mentioned, Monty's team there, he team now. Yeah, yeah, they had a big setback there yeah. last year. They lost three very strong footballers to Shelbourne, and that seems to be the kind of trend that yeah. was going forward for a, for a while now. Shelbourne come in and seem to take their best players. Yeah. Um, is what's been happening now for a while, but we lost a couple of players to them as well. And we kind of rebuilt. We were in Premier last year and we struggled a little bit. Um, we done okay, but this year we've rebuilt and I have to say the, the, the response from the girls has been phenomenal. Mm. Um, the MGL League, I, I can't, I, there's nothing great I can say about the MGL no, League. No. It is a, it's a poor, poor run league as far as I can see. Um, the, the guy who runs the league actually manages a team in the league Scandalous. <laughs> Which is Scandalous. a bit of a, a, yeah. bit of a yeah. and we can only guess what team he uh, he manages. If, <laughs> if anyone wants to throw out a guess there, <laughs> Shelbourne, of course he manages. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm not whinging here. I'm not whinging. Um, the, we played seven games this season and they've reformatted the league three times as far as I can see. So we've lost once in the cup to Shelbourne. Uh, so, uh, that was the uh, uh, CFAI Cup, I think, or the equivalent yeah. in the ladies section. We've lost, that's 1-0 we lost that game, and that's the only game we've lost all season. But because they've reformatted the league three times now, we have only played one league game as of Sunday against Kilnamanna. Right. And it was, a, it was a great game. Now, I have to say, I know their manager very well, and he couldn't even look me in the eye after the game. It was, a, it was, it was, the, it was kind of the dirtiest yeah. game I've seen in girls football yeah, in a yeah. long, long time. Um, but, as Lindsay said in her uh, synopsis there, she's, uh, they... The girls played really, really well, and they did stick to the plan. And I was kind of shouting at the girls, concentrate on what we're doing. Don't get involved. Yeah. And um, Credit to them, but by all accounts. Yeah. I mean, it can be very easy for girls to, to lose the train. Any girls or boys to mm -hmm. lose the train of thought. When you get down in, into a game like that, and players are at you and at you yeah. and at you, it's very easy to react. 
yeah. and credit to the girls and yourself and Lindsay for for keeping the head and, and and not losing the head, you know. Yeah, well, it was and it was it was touch and go as well. We were two 0 up, and they got a very soft penalty. And their line was at the referee from the start, shouting and shouting. And I actually said it to the referee. He gave a free just on the edge of the box, and he was going to give a penalty. And I says to him, that's the toward time ref. And he's like, oh, no, it was a free. And I says, yeah, but every time they shout, you give a free. You know, yeah. just kind of getting in his yeah. ear. Just to, just, to, just to let him know. Yeah. I said, look, I just don't like the line shouting at you. And he's like, oh, no bother. And then I think they had a Stonewall penno a minute later, and he didn't give it. He didn't give it. So it was a bit of, yeah, no, a bit of psychology yeah. as well. And, and I said it to Lindsay. To get into a ref's ear like that, it does work. Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. Uh, you good put cop, a bit of doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. one of our players, as she was going through, her tackle was late and she kind of tripped her collar. It was a penalty. I would have given a penalty for it, yeah. but he didn't. And um, and so that could have been two all. And then the trouble started right. uh, off the ball. One of the girls gave uh, our girls a dig. Now, it wasn't in the head. It was in the body. I seen it. And that's when I kind of shouted. I said, don't get involved in that. And uh, you could see it turning because they just scored and they were well on top at this stage. And we were two one up, and there was you're talking 10, 15 minutes to go, 10 minutes to go it was. And uh, one of our girls scored and it just killed the game. Yeah. You could see them, they were just deflated. But it was a great win, tough side, yeah. um, killing the man, a very tough side. Good, uh, good footballers, I think they, what they got involved in hurt them, yeah. it didn't help them. Yeah. Isn't that uh, the, the girl, one of the, the superstars of the Irish team? It certainly is Katie McCabe. Yes. Yeah. yeah, her sister was playing for them, same age, under 16s, but she moved to P Mount. Okay. P Mount at another club yeah. that will absolutely no, I, strip any club. Yeah, I remember yeah. uh, from I I happened I knew when Jamie Finn was growing up through mm -hmm. the ranks there because I know her I know her well like, mm -hmm. and she was also with Shelbourne. She was with Rohini. Okay. And then went to Shelburne. I think there was a bit of poaching going on there as well with the ladies' football. Yeah. yeah. So P, P Mount for years were always the dominant side in, mm. in girls' football, weren't they? Yeah, absolutely. They, yeah. they, they were the first ones to embrace it on a, on a big scale. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, that you know was, I mean? was Stephanie Rose playing with them? No? Um, right yeah. There? I think she was. Yes, yeah, Stephanie Rose was yeah, P Mount. Yeah, she yeah, was. She yeah. was. Um, yeah, they were. And they, they were always in the, the ladies' final as well. Yeah, P Mount were always, always yeah. in that, the FAOE yeah. final. Um, but. As I said, P Mount very very strong, but they're not in our league this year. They, um, but obviously Shelbourne are, and Shelbourne have a Premier team as well. But as I said, we're playing against some of our own players moved out there. Yeah. But uh, the, I have to say, we've only, as I said, we played seven games and only the cup. We're in the semi final of one cup, and we've only played one league game, so it's a bit tough yeah, with the with the with the reformation of the leagues. Yeah. Yeah. But Cambridge is definitely in a positive at the moment with girls yeah. football in general. Yeah. Uh, from an underage, the academy is doing got plenty of girls. Yeah, there loads well. of girls in the in the academy. Right. And, and li linking on from that, um, the Rachel McGuinness, another host on the show, um, she reached out the other day because um, a couple of the CY ladies were playing in the EWF. They were playing for the EWF Eastern Women's Football League against. Uh, come back to me in a second. They were playing against one of the other uh, leagues in the cup final. And they reached out looking for kids to go out as mascot. I put it into the manager's group. Liz and Amy, who coached the under nines now this year, the under tens. Under tens. Under tens this year, sorry. Um, said, listen, our girls would love to do it. Mascot's brilliant, you know what I mean? And the girls with the whole team went out. They heard a bus. Last minute, this was only on That's right. Saturday evening, put it in. They heard a bus. They brought all the girls out. The girls are mascots. A fantastic mes message came in from the... The manager and the players it gave them a lift. They won the game, I think, four or five nil. Brilliant. And the girls, the kids were made up. And it's, it was a really positive uh, thing for the club, for our club. Um, to have the girls go out and be mascots and, and, and 
to see what they can progress onto. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like women's girls football is is in a fantastic place yeah. in the country at the moment. Well, it's going to going to get bigger yeah. next next summer now when the World Cup. World Cup. It's, it's just going to be it's it's going to be blown apart. You know what I mean? It's going to. And and rightfully so because it was always the poor relation, you know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. for a long time and now like we have and the support they're gonna get and I mean the country's gonna be buzzing, you know what I mean? It's a bit of a shame I think some of the times of the matches might be a little bit because it's, it's in Australia, Australia yeah, you know what I mean? But come here, <laughs> places will be buzzing. Come here, um, just moving on and moving away, any uh update with the with the fundraising and with the uh with the with the big trip? The trip to Spain, the yeah, come here, the response has been far exceeds our wildest dreams um, we're looking to sell a thousand tickets for the night of dogs there's about 900 gone out so far as of airing of the show so if anyone's looking there's a few tickets left it's going to be a huge community night that's the first of our, our big fundraising nights um, there's as I say there's 900 tickets gone out we're hoping to sell the thousand um, there's been a phenomenal response from local businesses local politicians taking out ads sponsoring races so all in all, I mean, we're looking to do the biggest, one of the biggest trips ever away. Like certainly the biggest sports trip from this area or yeah. from most areas. Definitely. Yeah. Like at the moment, there's 250 people traveling. That's including parents. But I think there's about 160 kids and coaches from various teams booked. We've 12, or sorry, 10 full teams going. And we've two teams now looking to join. And so there could be 12 teams 200 kids and coaches traveling in September. So we've loads of fundraising stuff coming up, loads of plans. So we'll keep everyone informed weekly. We don't want to announce too many at once because Until, yeah, people yeah. get burnt out. Like, but And we want to, any, any fundraising we're doing, we want to have value to it. You know what I mean? We don't want to just ask you to buy a ticket. We want yeah, 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 to get something out of it. Yeah. We want to use people that are supporting to get something out of us. I mean, for instance, the Night of the Dogs, it's 20 quid a ticket. That includes entrance into the dogs, your race card, Chicken curry and rice on the night, and entrance into a draw on the night. A raffle is there for a vegetarian option. Vegetarian is rice. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the rice. That's the vegetarian part of the meal. The um, yeah. So like, and there's three grand in prizes on the night. Gl gluten free. I mean? Gluten free. Yeah. <laughs> no, very good kids. Yeah. So yeah, there's loads of plans coming up, and I know loads of. I know yourself are doing something with us, yeah, and, yeah. and the Rock School and. Loads of bit of, we couldn't name them all now, but we'll name them all on the night. Uh, local businesses and business from far afield, and even we had a, a Joey Bean uh, who lives in New York, a former Cambridge player, and a fantastic football man. Got in touch, heard about the thing, and asked, "Could we set up a go for me for people that live abroad to get involved?" I obviously, won't be able to go to the night and want to donate or help. Wow! And that's there's over a grand on that already. You know what I mean? And we haven't pushed it. We haven't publicised it. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, come yeah. from. Word of mouth in, 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 in stateside and, and even as far afield, a few of the lads that live in Australia now have Pretty donated. So, That's amazing. So anyone that wants to get involved or help out in any way, we're always open to ideas or fundraising or businesses that want to get involved. So thanks for that. Okay. Um, is that it so? Yeah, I think we'll leave it at that. We'll have a short show tonight and uh, hopefully next week we get uh, Pierce and a couple of the lads on. Yeah, we, uh, we get yeah. back to the panel. And we get back we, to the panel. We pick from the panel. Yeah. Thank you very much, David, and best of luck with the girls and the club. Yeah, yeah. thanks very thanks, much. Thanks, David. Keep up the good work yourself and Lindsay. Cheers. 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 Cheers.